Uh, welcome to the Real Talk Podcast, episode 73. <laughs> Let's get it! Pop culture stuff. Yes. Now we've culture. done talking about sucking the penis of Satan. Yes. That's going to upset some people. It will upset uh, It'll upset some people. You know who it won't upset, Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, ah, delicious. Have you ever met one? What, a, a Satanist? Satanist? Have you ever met a Satanist? Uh, no. No. Well, I'm no not, a re- not an IRL one. An IRL one? Yeah, in what real you? life. Oh. I've never met a Satanist, but like, I've seen documentaries on Satanists and all that kind of stuff. They seem happy. They seem content. Everybody else makes them out to be like, Oh, they do dark magic and like they like they make sacrifices to the devil. But in the documentary that I watched on them, I th- it wasn't they go really to a really doc- nice church. And well, they like, do what they want. Well, that's the thing. It's just like we just believe in this. We don't sacrifice goats every now and again. <laughs> yeah, we don't sacrifice goats in public. <laughs> yeah, in public. Because <laughs> I believe what you want to believe, but like I've never met a Satanist in real life. I don't know if they're. But I suppose that all comes down to like different sort of people. I suppose there are like because there are sane Christians. There's a few. There's a yeah, and then there's Catholics. And then there's <laughs> I don't even know what I am. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know if I'm Catholic or Christian. I'm definitely <laughs> not. Not, not a great start. Not a great start. I don't even know where I'm going to get buried. But also, I'm probably in the ground. Probably at sea. But you know what's you weird? Get buried at sea. But you know what's weird to me? By me. Is that Tomorrow. you're gonna bury me at sea? Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. You're gonna put me in, put me in the sea. Um, you're sleeping with the fishes. You be sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> no, but like, if you are Catholic or Christian, you have, if you're like, say, if you like, if you're married to like a Christian, you can't be buried next to them if you're Catholic, which is weird to me because you believe in the same fucking thing. Yeah, you just have different. You just believe in it in a different way, and it doesn't make any sense to me. But you know what, Satanists? I think they're, I think they're, I think they're onto something here. <laughs> Them Satanists. Them Satanists. They're onto something. <laughs> this podcast got weird. This instantly. It got weird around episode twenty. Let's be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, while we're on the the subject of religion and afterlife and right. stuff, uh, Pixar has a new movie coming out called Soul. Nice segue. Yeah. Trying to. <laughs> Direct and this it's into about some the normal devil. Shit. No, it's not. It's not. It's about <laughs> souls. It's called Soul. I yeah, I, I know. Um, I know which one you're talking about. I've seen. I've seen the trailers a few times. Yes, it is now officially not getting a cinematic release, which makes me sad, but also makes a lot of sense because there's no point. I think you said it. That it there's no point to release it theatrically in yeah. the states because no one can go anywhere in the states. Yes. So it is going straight to Disney Plus. Yes, it is. Um, and I assume that I, I'm, I'm aware that it's probably going to be $30 Yeah. to watch it at the beginning, um, which is mildly irritating. Yeah. Look, but what do you do? The people who make these movies, they've got to make a little bit of money back. They've got to get some profit yeah. for their hard work. But I've from, but I, I have uh, faith in this Pixar movie because a lot of Pixar movies have been pretty good so far. I haven't, I haven't seen, watched a bad Pixar movie. Not yet. But like, and I really hope that this one isn't the beginning of that. But um, I... <laughs> you touch wood. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just had pancakes. Um, <laughs> I burped. <laughs> um, but I really hope that this one is good. And I hope 
that it's worth the amount of money that I will be paying for it to watch it in my own home. Um, did speaking of like paying for movies on like Disney Plus, when Mulan like the remake came out, did you watch that? Did no. you watch that? No, I didn't. I refuse. See, now this is the thing, right? So it's thirty dollars flat. Right? Yeah. To watch it, you can watch it whenever you want once you bought mm. once you bought it. So like that's fine. Uh, the issue is that a movie ticket for me is twenty dollars. Yeah. Or twenty-two dollars. So it actually cost me more to watch, to watch it. it in my own home than it would to watch it at home. Now the reason it is thirty dollars is because it's a family movie. Mm-hmm. So if you took like a family, or, like your average family of four, to the movies, it's actually like closer to sixty to seventy dollars. Mm. So like a thirty dollars is a steal. But True. for the one, maybe two people who watch it in our household, it's not worth it. No, because like you're not getting that cinema experience. Yeah, and apparently it's not that good no i've heard a lot of things i've heard a lot that i've heard a lot of feedback from the new mulan movie and it's it didn't really hit the mark like at all apparently a lot of people said like they knew what it was going for and they just didn't quite hit the mark yeah it's like they wanted they tried so hard to make it accurate to the old chinese like legend yeah and also sort of resemble the old disney movie yeah and the two don't work together no so it just sort of didn't work (laughs) but i i mean i haven't watched it i might a lot of people shit on like beauty and the beast the live action version of that i love that enjoyed it Uh, a lot of people shit on the the live action jungle book and i quite enjoyed that as well yeah i enjoyed that one too um i may be one of the two people who enjoyed the Lion King remake. I am in the minority. I, I didn't really like it. No, you, that's not the minority. That's not the minority? No. Really? Yeah, a lot of people like... I think they were expecting more to change. Yeah. And it didn't. And I was like, yeah, but you can't change it. My... The Lion King was perfect. Yeah, it was. Which is the issue. Like, I don't think it's as good as the original, but I still enjoyed it. No, yeah. Well, well that's the thing. It's just like, you're gonna, if you enjoyed the original... You're going to enjoy this one because it's The Lion King. But yeah. my thing was like, when I said to, I think it was, I said it to Tom or something like that. And he really liked it. He he liked um, Lion King. And I said, oh, I, I just didn't like it. It just didn't work for me. And he goes, oh, why didn't you like it? I was like, well, for one, the lack of facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that like, was the other thing. Yeah, you, you are... <laughs> It's like we did watching... actually talk about this on the previous yeah, podcast, th- yeah. so I won't go too far into it. But yeah, you can't have a facial expression on a actual animal. Yeah, because at that point, you're watching a cartoon, and this felt like watching, like National Geographic, but with like. But singing. with the voiceover, yeah. But with, like with voiceovers and singing. And I think like that's going to be one of those movies that when we go back and rewatch it, yeah, we will inevitably do. Oh yeah. You will enjoy it more. Well, yeah and no, I suppose. Like, because that has happened to, especially to us, a few times now, where well, like we've, we've gone, oh, I don't like that movie, that movie sucked. Yeah. And then, like, we've rewatched it, and you've gone, ah, oh, actually, it's not that bad. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I suppose it's like that for a lot of movies, where you watch it the first time, and you go, ah, oh, this sucks, and then you watch it the second time, and it's like, ah, oh, actually, because you pick up things that you missed the first time. Yes and no. I feel like there are movies I've gone, this is shit, and then I've rewatched it, and I've gone, nah, that, this, this is shit. This is still shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, like, Spider-Man 3 comes to mind. <laughs> Do you know what? Yes and no. For that one? Once you've got over, like, the fact that it is cripplingly disappointing. Yeah. When you rewatch it, it's not awful. 
Spider-Man 3. I feel like when you watch something the first time, you're expecting greatness. Yeah. Always. Once you've accepted that it's not that and you rewatch it, you are willing to accept what it is. I'm actually kind of glad that you say that because a while ago it was like that. You go into a movie or you go into like a, a game or something like that and you expect it to be better than the last thing you played. Yeah. Now, I think it was somebody that we listened to said that like now you go to watch a movie or play a game and you just hope that it's not as shit as before. Yeah. So like that, like the bar for being impressed by something is it's, so low now. Yeah. So it's like yeah. No, we were watching a video game reviewer. Yeah. Uh, zero punctuation for those of you who haven't watched it. Yeah. And uh, definitely go and check out his reviews. Yeah. Uh, but he yeah he says in something that the bar for being like for a movie or like for a video game being good is that you play it and within an hour you're not going oh this shit yeah pretty yeah. which has happened. A few times this year. Mm. And I think he was talking about Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, he was. Where he was like, it's good looking, but all games are pretty much these days. Yeah. Um, and the gameplay is sort of repetitive and stuff, but most gameplay is. I don't agree with it being repetitive because it sort of changes. I didn't play but it. I watched he was like, play it. Yeah, and he was saying it was like, it does everything really well mm. and that's all it takes to be a great game these days because you play it and if you play it and it's good and you don't get bored of it then it's a good game whereas something had to be truly like groundbreaking to be a great game yeah yeah which is kind of sad it kind of feels like the game industry is kind of uh, game and film industry had become a little bit stagnant with like not necessarily i feel like film industry are still trying to push the boundaries of like trying to get people excited to get back and watch movies people are have more to. accepting of new stuff in cinema these days yeah but the thing is is like they're gonna really need to step up the game a little bit to get people back into the cinemas and especially in the states even here like the the like the cinema going experience especially in like in australia and all that kind of stuff is pretty low and like we talked about it before on the podcast, but people just don't like going to the movies. I mean, I go, I, I used to go to the movies before. People the can't afford to go to the movies. Yeah. I mean, like there was a time when you'd be paying like next to nothing to go watch a movie. You'd go after school to go watch a movie. But like, yeah, I think you said it before with the family pass. It's like you take a family of six and you're paying like, I don't know, 10, 20 dollars per person. So you end up paying like 60, 70 dollars per person. No, not per person, like $70 all up, plus like whatever you buy from the candy store and all that kind of shit, and then you go and watch the movie. But yeah, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's kind of getting, it's too expensive, and then on top of that, like, it's gone to the point where nothing, like you've seen everything before, and you kind of don't have that bar for being like, I'm really excited to go play this game or go watch this movie, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame, and I feel like it will come back, it's just got to take like, you got to give the right people the right shot and the right amount of money to make that happen. And, like, I feel like mobile games are starting to do that now, where mobile games are making it more... Because you play mobile games quite a bit. I do. I have a serious phone problem. But there are better mob Like, I feel like there are starting to become better there mobile games. There are more, games. like, revolutionary mobile games, like... like Mobile games that sort of push the boundaries more. Yeah. But I think because of accessibility, it's really easy to make a mobile game. Is it? Yeah. Fair. So, like, it's easy to make a mobile game than it is to, say, make a console game. Mm. It's like, it's cheaper to make a mobile game where, like, you try to make a PS5 game 
uh, or a or an Xbox game, and you're. I feel like it's like pitching to. I assume it's like pitching to make a movie. You're pitching to like a studio to give you money so you can make this game or you can make sort this of movie. yeah. Whereas a mobile game, you can just make one and put it up. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Um, speaking of video games, yeah, you bought Crash Bandicoot this week. I did. I did buy Crash Bandicoot and this week. And how angry are you on a scale of one to ten? Um, I'd say like a solid eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> Let you know me. I'm not. I'm not an angry person. That the people who watch this, I would like to clarify that that is not anger at how bad the game is. That is anger at how bad Jared is at the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's just I am not the best at platforming games, and I played the original. Like I played like the Insane Trilogy. I played. I I played Crash. I played. I played Crash Bandicoot when I was a kid, and I played all the games, um, like even like all the racing ones and all that kind of shit. I love Crash Bandicoot. I love the characters. The games themselves can go fuck themselves. <laughs> but you still get drawn back to it. And obviously when Crash got announced, I told my, I said uh, 100%, everybody knows I'm going to go get that game, bought the game, and I haven't stopped playing it. And I'm not, I don't even think I'm halfway through the game yet. It, but the thing is, is like the levels aren't too long. I think the levels are like, depending on how good you are, the levels can either go for like 10 to 15 minutes or an hour to like two hours. Yeah. Depending on how good you are at like platforming and all that kind of stuff. They've taken away the, like the difficulty level is still there, but they've taken away like the, uh, the anger, like the anger part of it where like you have a certain amount of lives and when you zero out, you game over and you got to start the game again. Yeah. There is a way you can do that version. If you go into the main menu, you can click the extreme version, but it's recommended that you do it on normal first, yeah. and then you go through. Because if you do it that way, you collect more things, and that's another thing too. Is it's like they've given you more uh, like abilities to do. They've given you things that will like make if you can find them, it makes the levels a bit easier, and the masks that you collect along the way will open up new avenues in the levels that you're playing and on top like and it also gives you the ability to kind of switch out characters which is actually i think they said it in um like when they announced the game that when they announced gameplay for the game was that 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 was the first time in the crash universe where you could actually play as coco you can play as like all these well you can play as coco in you can play the insane trilogy but it's the first time where like a bunch of these characters have been like it's a lot of characters you can play. Yeah, you can play... Like, so far, I've It's the first as, time you can play as Dingo Dial. Yes, it is. And I love Dingo Dial. He is one of... So far, he's my favourite. I, I love him. <laughs> because, like... I didn't... I forgot that he was Australian. <laughs> I forgot that Dingo Dial was Australian. Like Despite the fact he's a dingo and a crocodile. And despite it's the... like the two things we're known for. I know. And... He... Like, his, his abilities... His abilities... He basically just has a gun and he just like he has a glorified vacuum cleaner he has a glor- yeah he has a glorified vacuum cleaner and it just it clears house it is amazing and like it gives you double jump and all this kind of stuff actually speaking of double jump in the game so throughout the game you 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 acquire these masks like throughout the campaign of the game and you acquire these masks and one of the masks is dark matter and really all it does is like once you have the mask on like once you equip the mask you become indestructible like you just turn into like this like vortex of death pretty much 
but that also but that means that you're not touching the ground, so you're hovering. So it gives you like triple jump, like you can jump really far, but it if you get knocked by something, it'll send you fucking flying. And because this new like the game is no longer two D, yeah, um, there's so much area to cover. So you could be sent flying back all the way like, to the middle of the map, and then you'll there's no way back from there. And the amount of times that that's happened to me. I sh- I almost shit like it fucking sent me mad. I think I was stuck on. I think I was stuck on a level. I think I was stuck on a part on like a level or level or two that I did. I think yesterday, and it got to a point where I physically had to turn the TV down because I just kept on hearing the same laugh over and over again, <laughs> pretty much. And it just goes like I turned it all the way down. I just put soothing music on so I wouldn't get so mad. And it got to a point where like. I showed, like I told you yesterday, like I put the controller down, like I was, it got really, really far, almost got to a checkpoint, fell off a corner, it didn't have a railing, fell off the corner, didn't hit the checkpoint yet, died, started all the way back to where I was, I put the controller down, and I haven't done this since I was like, I don't know, six, six, jumped up and down in a frantic, it was like, I'd rather, I, (laughs) I just started jumping up and down, I was, yeah, but it, it, it is a very fun game, and it is very rage heavy. <laughs> yeah, it does make you very, very fucking mad. But I love it, and it, but you know what? It keep it gets me going back to it. I'm probably gonna play it after this. Um, but I think it's the but I think it might be the colors as well. <laughs> the pretty colors. The pretty colors. Um, but yeah, that's my my take on on the Crash Bandicoot game so far. I think it's really fun. They've added new things to it. They've kept the difficulty level still the same. That still pisses people off. But it's still fun. I still love playing it. And it's a little bit addictive. So I like it. Yeah. 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 So when the day you picked up a Crash Bandicoot, I picked up Star Wars Squadrons. You did. You did pick up Star Wars Squadrons. Um, so I've been playing that. How is that? Paramount. It's uh yeah, it's not frustrating at all. No, <laughs> no I'm not thoroughly enjoying. It. As I was saying to you while while I was playing it, actually, that they they've done a really good job of making because obviously it's just a piloting game. Yeah. So like, the story is really good. I won't go into the story in case you want to play it. Um, worth it. So it's like so you can go like graphically, it's fucking amazing. Mm. Um, the VR gets a little bit discombobulating at times. Like, yeah. I've only really been able to play it for, like, half an hour, 40 minutes at a time. Yeah. Because then I'm like... Rah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, it, but then you can... The good thing is there's no, like, transition. So you can just take it off, turn the headset off, put it down, and it'll automatically switch back to, like, normal. And then if you want to pick it up, you can just put the headset on, turn it on, and it'll switch automatically to VR. Does it kind of... Like, playing in VR, does it kind of reach the expectations of what yeah, you expect for it? Yeah, it's it? great. It's great? It's like being in a pilot suit. That is the great. only thing I could think that would make it better is if you could get the uh, the controls, the joystick and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've seen that a few people have done that. But, yeah, they've used, like, the flight simulator ones. Yeah. Uh, the issue is that between the X-Wings, at, like, the Rebels, the X-Wings, the A-Wings, the Y-Wings, all that shit, and the, all the different TIE Fighters, Yeah. Um, is that the X-Wing... One's a joystick. Oh, yeah. Uh, TIE yeah. Fighter's a steering wheel. So you'd uh, have to switch between the two. My other thing, too, is like, because you're controlling it all from like your controller and all that kind of stuff. I think we were talking about it the other day. When you're playing it, is it, is, is it kind of weird where like you can see your hands 
I like pressing the buttons and moving. But so you don't press the buttons, like in animation, right? But you do see your guy, yeah, move, yeah, in the piloting seat. That would even though you're not. Yeah, it's okay in the rebel ships because the rebel ships, like even if you've just seen the movies, they're like quite high. Yeah, you only really see like that much anyway. But the tie fighters are really really far back. Yeah, you're like. And you can see your arms out in front of you. Yeah. So when you're like, you're going left and he goes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, there is a cool thing that happens at the beginning of every mission where they're like, okay, like, you go do this. Mm. Like, let's go. And your character goes. <laughs> <laughs> and knocks the joystick over. <laughs> Put like the <laughs> technical <laughs> problems. <laughs> Good, you can edit this one. Yeah. Was that like twenty-three minutes? Yeah. Massive bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but he like stretches his arms and he's like, ah, let's yeah. go. And you're like, that didn't need to be in there, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, fair. But uh, they've made the flying. I was, this is what I was saying to you the other day, is that um, it, they've made it complicated enough yeah. for you to feel like a good pilot mm. while you're doing it, but not so complicated that you'd be an awful pilot. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, from what you've told me is that they've added, um, like, different, like, maneuvering abilities, which is one of the things that I feel like has kind of got people into it where like you can do these maneuvering abilities. You can drift, you can, then you can, so it's, it's. For anyone who's played Battlefront 2, yeah. um, it is almost exactly like Starfighter Assault. Like, in f- terms of, like, you have abilities, you have lasers, there's not a lot you could really change with, like, Starfighter stuff. Yeah. They've just added shit. Yeah. So it's like, you have health, you have a shield thing, and you can divert power mm. to stuff. So you've got, like, your three, you've got engine, uh, laser fire, and shield. Yeah. And you can pick where you're diverting your power yeah at any given time so you can be like okay I, like someone's being attacked i need to get over there mm. and you can flick your engine like your power to engine yeah just so you can get over there faster and yeah. then switch it back to like but if there's like a bunch of people around and you're trying to do a bombing run yeah so you're not like firing your laser you switch everything to shield and you can ah. pick whether or not you can so you could divert all of your power into shield. Right. And then you can choose whether or not to focus all of your shield, like your just general shield over your entire ship, mm. or whether you just want forward shields or back shields. Right. So if like people are coming in behind you, but you're trying to get away, you just divert everything to shields and then just go all back. So all of your power is defending behind you. Yeah. And you just fly forward. That's cool. So it's like, it work, it's good for like when you're... It's like, oh, you've got to go and shoot at this spot on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. And you're on X-Wing and you're like, okay, you just divert all of your shields to forward shields. Yeah. And fly at it because then you can take more hits. Does playing squadrons make you feel like you're in Star Wars? Sorry to give you a question. Yes. While you have tea in your mouth. <laughs> 100%. Yeah? And I, ha- I did, I, I have said there are cameos yeah. from characters Almost exclusively from the extended universe. There have been main character oh, yeah. like cameos in there. Um, 
my favorite one being i was actually like fist bumping the air when he showed up uh you get to do a mission with wedge antilles cool and i was like yeah that is heaps cool i love that um hera Sindula for rebels fans uh-huh. she's uh she's leading whatever this secret project thing is that i actually don't know what it is and we've got that far yet fair um that's there and uh admiral ray sloan from the aftermath novels admiral ray sloan yeah i don't think i ever read aftermath yeah so it's like there's the series of novels based after return of the jedi yeah which is like the final fall of the empire and their like escape into unknown space oh, which cool. obviously plays into rise of skywalker yeah and then sort of comes but she's in this because obviously for those of you who've read the novels she is in charge of what remains of the imperial fleet oh cool oh Just by default sick i think she ends up being like the highest ranking official left alive oh fine. after the death star yeah um so she ends up being just like in charge of all the right. stuff so like you see her a couple of times and it's just cool to be like so it's like you don't need to know who she is for her like her importance to be like there mm. but also like if you have read the novels like i have and they're like she's like oh thank you admiral sloan and you're like yes i know <laughs> I, it's like that captain i understand that reference yeah it's like the captain america thing i understand that <laughs> yeah it's exactly uh, like that but yeah it feels great yeah no and i thoroughly enjoy it i feel like that was a really loud yeah <laughs> yeah uh no i thoroughly enjoy it i definitely think that and we'll probably get another copy Get another copy and oh yeah 100 percent. i think sling it around yeah space th- cowboy style space cowboy style because it's an online game isn't it yeah yeah and so i am very much looking forward to um getting a squadron to get like ah like in the game yeah <laughs> this is a uh, no title oh uh, yeah i'm definitely gonna in try the, and convince in the words of my in the words of my grandfather oh that's clever <laughs> good old raymond good old raymond uh yeah so i'm definitely looking forward to getting a full squad together and um yeah 100 i would love to do that to take down some star destroyers yeah until then i suppose like keep playing battlefront 2 with the boys <laughs> Yeah, until then. Until then. Or Apex is what well, it's been lately. That's another thing too, like, before we go, is that Apex is... I forgot how fun that game is. Yeah, we started playing... I Well, I re-downloaded it the other day because they were like, oh, they've added new characters and it's season six and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Which was a weird decision for me because I very actively dislike Battle Royale games. Oh. And then I started playing Apex and I was like, oh, I actually like this one. Yeah, because like you and Tom used to play it all the time when you used to live in that box. Shitty in that, cardboard box. Yeah. In that box. But uh, when I say box, he lived in a in a studio apartment. Um, a really we... shitty studio apartment. <laughs> and like, we all, like you guys used to play it and then I played it every now and again. But um, I recently just started playing, I think I got, I downloaded it on the Xbox did one Twitch, did like one Twitch stream, and I want to start doing more Twitch streams, and I'm pretty bad at them, but, um, yeah, I played one Twitch stream, and then I think I just stopped playing, I think I got to like level two or something like that, Yeah. and then we stopped, and then all of us stopped playing for a while, and then we got back, and then there are people who haven't even stopped playing since season, season one, season yeah. one and they're up to like level like 300, 300 and, something. and something, and I don't stand a fucking chance. <laughs> yeah. It's also the only Battle Royale game where I've got wins. 
That's the only battle royale game where I have kills. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I never got in the all in all the time that we played Warzone. I never got a kill. Huh? Never got a kill. I always like revived people. Can you? Could you revive? Yeah, you could. Revive. Yeah, I always like revived people. I always like did like hotspot. I always got pretty far, but I never. Never got a kill. I never got a kill. You, Tom, and like one and like Harry and all that. Like you guys were the only ones that every single time I was on a team with you guys. I was like, I was Yoda on your back. Like you were carrying me the entire time. And and yeah, Apex is like the one Battle Royale game that I've had like average a kill a game. Yeah. And it's really fun. I love playing as Pathfinder. He is my favorite character. We were saying that, um, this is just, we'll edit pretty soon. Yeah. Um, the, cause I play, I, I main as Caustic. Yeah. Um, and but you main as Pathfinder and you, the two character like differences are exactly like the D characters that we play as mm. which is that my character is this like sort of moody angry murder person and you're an overly optimistic also murder person <laughs> well that's the thing is like you're you're a bugbear aren't you i am a rogue bugbear you're yeah. a rogue bugbear which I'm is a... a ridiculously overpowered class to race yeah <laughs> combination it shouldn't have worked because i am a six foot six bugbear yeah <laughs> who also has a plus seven on stealth and i am a I, i'm a it's been a while i'm a gnome bard you are a gnome bard yeah and I slowly turned... I was optimistic, like really optimistic. And then like I became a narcissist. <laughs> but like every other bard on the planet, your goal is to smash. Yeah. Oh, I'm a smash. when we save that... The, I feel the like tiefling is, named we... Vendetta. <laughs> and you it? spent an entire dungeon after we'd literally just stopped, unchained her from a wall trying to smash. <laughs> Let me smash. Oh God. God uh, our DM was just like... Everybody else was in a fight, and I was trying, I was hitting on the teeth. Yeah, I wonder if he's forgiven us for murdering that guard for no reason yet. <laughs> probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I feel yeah. like these are stories that we are going to have to tell on the next episode. Yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll have to start a new episode, which is just um, D&D stories. D&D stories. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have, like, leather couches. Yeah, Tales of the uh, Camp. Ta- Tales of the Camp. <laughs> Alright, uh, anyway, we'll call that there because it's been going for a little bit now. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm RealTalkRice. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Review by Lurch. And if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I am at JaredKiddo1. Yeah, uh, if you want to follow us on Spotify or Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, we are RealTalk underscore PopCulture Discussions. You can watch our streams at twitch.tv forward slash RealTalkPCDGaming. We do also stream on YouTube, usually at the same time. Yeah. Um, on average, it's usually one of us on Twitch, the other on YouTube. And playing together, just different views. Playing together, different views, and whenever we can do it. <laughs> and whenever we can do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, having said that, as always, guys, keep it real. Keep it real. Stay sexy. <laughs> and it. remember to watch Pop Tales, which comes out every Friday. There would have been one out this Friday. It was the old fashioned. It was the old fashioned. And it was one of my one of my favorite episodes to film so far. Mind you, we filmed a few the other night. We are doing a Halloween episode. Yeah. Also, uh, we are also going to try and do a Halloween stream. Stream this Friday. Yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe set. Possibly Halloween. We might do it on Halloween. Spooky. <laughs> We'll let you know going forward. Yeah, um, yeah. If you have a game you would like us to play, leave it in the comment section down below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. 
leaving you now. Bye. 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 Like sexy. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs>